Hi, good morning, my friend. Let's just jump right into the scripture here. And I want to encourage you that Jesus is after up your heart. He doesn't just want you to have an outward action that's pure. He wants you to be pure inwardly. He loves who you really are on the inside, not just what you do on the outside. And with the issue of lust here today, Jesus is going to help us see this. Matthew chapter 5 verse 27 says, If you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better for you to lose one of your members than for you to lose your whole body be thrown or for you than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away, for it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. So it's important to see here that, first of all, Jesus is talking to men. You'll see that here clearly in the verse. Anyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has committed adultery with her in his heart. He's talking to men here. And second of all, that he's talking to people who think it's okay to have something in your heart that you don't act on. That's a very strange idea to think I should have something in my heart I don't act on. Right? That's kind of hypocritical. Jesus doesn't want that from us. He loves our wholeness. He loves the whole of who you are, inwardly and outwardly. The Pharisee and the legalist, they just love your outward obedience. They don't care about who you really are on the inside. Jesus loves you so much. He wants the inside and the outside to be pure and to be right. So us men, Jesus is talking to us here. Well, why are the women not being addressed here? Jesus, is it okay for them to lust? Of course not. But he's addressing the men here because... In the ancient time and in our time today, sometimes we can be harder on women about things than on men. Jesus is reversing that and saying, I'm talking to you guys here. Remember in John when the adulteress was brought to Jesus' feet? They said this woman was caught in the act of adultery. Well, if she was caught in an act of adultery, there had to, there was a man there with her. Well, where's the man? Why didn't you guys bring the man and throw him down here too? It's hypocritical. They they bore, they tended to bear the responsibility of obeying the law down on the women, and they would let the men go. That was the pharisaical way, a way to gain power. Let's go easy on the men and hard on the women. Jesus is fixing that, saying, "I'm I'm going to deal with you guys now." So if you're a man, let's just go right along here, and you're listening to this, and let's let's see what Jesus has to say to us today. And he's saying to us that that he doesn't want us to have adultery of the heart. If you're married, listen, you've got such a wonderful thing. You have got this woman who is committed to you to be faithful till the day she dies. No one else has committed to you openly to do that your entire life. And, and your wife is committed to be that partner with you to the day that you die. Think with me for a second about every relationship in your life. Your parents will pass away long before you pass away. Your children will grow up and leave home and go and start their own life. Friends may change. Relationships will change. Jobs will change. But through it all, there's this companion, this woman who has said to you, I will be by your side till you die. No one else has ever done this to you. And if you do struggle at times with with an adulterous thought or desiring a woman in a way you ought not to, 
you're allowing a desire, a very intimate desire that should only be for your wife, that sweet woman who has committed her whole life to you. You're allowing that desire to go after a woman who doesn't even want you. Or if she did want you, it was for a very short period of time. She, she has not committed to you like this other sweet woman has. How wrong it is to allow ourselves to want another woman in a similar way to want our wife when that other woman would never commit to us. The kind of service, the kind of faithfulness, the kind of purity that our life, our wives have committed to us. And if you're not married yet, you can apply this to yourself. Most likely there will be a future woman who will commit her whole life to you till she dies and to be by your side. And you can be faithful to her now in your heart by not allowing yourself to desire a woman in a way who has not openly committed to you before God to love you to the day she dies. God loves marriage. Marriage is beautiful to God. That's why God doesn't want lust in our life. God created marriage to be an image of how we see him together with us, committed fully all the way to the end. The word adultery comes from a Latin word that that means it's where we also get the word adulterate. Adulterate means to take something of high value and mix it with something of low value and adulterate it. Take something of high value and mix it with something of low value. And that is what lust does. Lust takes this high-valued commitment between two people that are committed till they die, and you mix it with another partner who has not committed to you in that way and does not even want you in that way. Can you see? It's like taking something that's gold and mixing it with some cheap metal like aluminum, and you, you, you've adulterated it. And it's just why, it's why we don't ever want to allow ourselves for there to be lust in our life. Jesus gives us the remedy here. Lust can happen. Lust can happen quickly. And if lust does come in our life and we notice that we're desiring someone other than our wife in a way that we ought not ever desire them, Jesus teaches us how to do this. He's very uh, vivid in his imagery here. He says, if your right eye serves as sin, notice he doesn't say left eye. He says right eye. And then he says, if your right hand causes you to sin, doesn't say left hand, he says right hand. Pluck out the eye, cut off the hand. It's, it's better to lose them than for your whole body to, to go into hell. We, we know that um, if we were to give ourselves over to lust, we know from, from friends and from sad stories and people we know, we know what happens to them. They lose everything. They lose their wife. They, they lose their connection with their family. They lose their, sometimes even may lose connection with their own children and their home. And, and they lose so much. My friend, there is a hell awaiting people who don't pluck out the eye and cut off the hand. So what does Jesus mean by plucking out the eye, the right eye, and cutting off the right hand? The right hand is many times used there to say the strongest part of yourself or the best part of yourself. The right eye. The eye is what causes us to lust. If there's something in your life, Jesus is saying, that's causing you to lust. I don't know what that may be. Uh, something on your phone. Something on your computer. Something at work. Someone you're around. A group of people. Even if it's your best part. If it's causing you. Jesus says, just go ahead and pluck it out. Even if it's of high value. Because it's far better than what would await you. If you don't stop this fire on the inside of you, 
And if you look, then you're going to want to touch. And if your right hand leads you into to touching in a lustful way, then cut it off. And it's again, it's saying, you know, whatever, even the most important thing in your life, a very important thing is causing you to, you to lust. It's better to go ahead and just cut that thing off of you than to head on into sin. Because what will eventually happen is your whole self will be taken there. Jesus uses imagery like this repeatedly. A few verses later, he'll talk about uh, not judging others and how we can we can see the speck in our brother's eye, but we ignore the plank in our own. He uses this overly vivid imagery to drive home a point. And he's doing that with us guys right now. He's saying, he's saying, you know, the right hand, cut it off, the eye, pluck it out. Vivid, intense imagery to drive home to us how important it is to us that we keep our hearts pure from lustful things so that we stay faithful to our wives, not just in outward obedience, but in the heart. Listen, Jesus loves you and he loves all of you inside and outside, up, down, every part of you he loves and he desires. Religious people only care about your outward actions. They don't really care about who you are. Jesus loves who you are, and he knows who you are. My friend, if you're struggling with lust today, I want to encourage you that you can be free. You can be set free of this. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this vivid imagery and for this verse to us that we not let ourselves go because we're men like the old this the covenant the old covenant people were at their day or we not let ourselves go because of the religious attitude of well I haven't acted on it yet. But God, I pray instead we would let go whatever it is that's causing us to enter in to these unfaithful thoughts. And Lord, we want to thank you for our current wife the one we have by our side. Thank you for her. Thank you for her uh, commitment to us. Thank you that she has committed her whole life till she dies. And, and I pray also for my brothers here today. If they don't have a wife right now, but they're looking forward to the future wife, God, I thank you for what's coming for them. And I pray you would help them to be faithful to her even now. Thank you, Lord, for your purity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.